Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara. California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm excited today as we uh, continue our study in the book of James. I was turning my Bible page and thought, now we're, we're in James. James chapter number one. This is broadcast uh, just about number uh, number 9, 10, 11 or so, I think 11 in James chapter number 1. And today we're going to look at verse number 21, the second half of that verse anyway, and verse number 22, and then verse number 23, 24, and verse number 25. And we'll talk about this important subject of not just hearing the Word of God, but obeying it. Not just having a Bible, but letting the Bible have sway in your life. Not just being a hearer of the Word, but a, you know what, doer of the Word as well. I tell you, there's so many powerful statements made in the book of James, this little letter. James, of course, was the pastor of the church in Jerusalem. James is the half-brother of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he's writing now to Jewish believers that are scattered abroad. The Bible talks about that in the introduction, the 12 tribes who are scattered abroad. He writes much about temptation or trial or testing, and that testings in the Christian life are used to temper us, to strengthen us. And then he gives us an admonition about temptation when it comes to regards to our flesh and temptation to sin. And he talks about the progression, and he talks about the end result of yielding to that kind of temptation. He gave us a reminder that all the good stuff, all the good things in our life come from God. And when God gives us something, it's perfect. That means he doesn't give us part of the package, but he gives us the complete package that uh, of love, of grace, of mercy, of whatever he gives us. He gives it in full, and he gives it well. He gives it good, and he doesn't change. If he was good today, he's good tomorrow. If he's good yesterday, he'll be good today. God is good. That's just who he is. This is what he does. God is good to us. Now, the Bible talked about being slow to speak and swift to hear. Why? Because we're not wanting to be these folks who fly off the handle and lose our temper. Be slow to wrath. Why? Because the wrath of man does not work the righteousness of God. That means it does not achieve that. It does not promote that. It does not shine a good light on that. As a Christian person, we ought not walk around with a short fuse blowing up on people, running our mouth. We ought to be calm, cool, collected, spirit-filled, spirit-led, and listening to that still, small voice. Now, in verse number 21, the Bible makes a statement, the engrafted word. That in that word engrafted means to be implanted. So James is urging his readers to receive the Word of God, and here's, a, here's another phrase that we can use for it, and to hide it in their heart. That is the key. The key is not just you hearing the Word of God, but hiding it in your heart, applying it to your life, making the Word of God personal. When you get saved, thank God, that Word of God, it is the uh, uh, incorruptible seed, and it gets planted in your life, and you get born again. All right, so that begins this topic dealing with the Word of God. In verse number 22, he says, But be ye doers of the Word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. 
All right? So in regard to the engrafted Word of God, James says, here's the point. Don't just be a hearer of the Word, but be a doer of the Word. In fact, he says, be doers of the Word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. The thought, he's going to develop this thought now in the following verse or two, but he said, our job, our duty, the expectation is this. Hear the Word of God, heed the Word of God, do the Word of God. God has called us to not just hear it, but to apply it and live it out. God has called us to do His Word and not just hear the Word. Hearing is a means to the greater end of doing. To be a hearer only is self-deceiving. That's what makes a Pharisee. That's what makes a hypocrite. Somebody who sits in church and they sing the song and say amen. They might teach a class. They might uh, hear the Bible uh, being taught, but they never put it in practice in their life. Or if they do it, they just put it in practice when they have to for people to see, or they try to uphold some institutional standard just to make sure they can do this, that, or the other while they're at the church. But they don't really have it uh, living within them, living out from them. They're hearers of the word and they're not doers. That is deceiving yourself. You think God is pleased with that, but he's not. You think that you're all right, but you're not. You think you're right with God, but you're not. You think that you have a good testimony, but you don't. That is self-deception. You're deluded. That's another word for that. And how many a Christian to this day comes to a preaching service, sits, hears, goes home, and never, never, never does, never does what the sermon was telling them to do. Preaching brings you to a point of decision. And if you can come Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and you never get brought to a decision point, there's never uh, an alteration made. There's never any kind of a change made. There's never kind of a application of what's been given to you in the message. Then you are deceiving yourself. You'd be better off on the couch watching television than to sit through a service being a spectator and not a participator, just hearing it want, want, want coming out of the preacher's mouth and never applying it to your life. How many Christians do that? They think themselves to be a good Christian, but James says they're deluded. James says they're deceived. James said they're fooling themselves. He'll touch upon it later in verse 26, but uh, and you can see it by the way they live their life, but it's clear in the context, James is directing the matter of being a doer of the word, all right? A doer of the word. Verse 23, for if a man, any, any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. All right, so here's what it is. You come to church, you go to Sunday school, you hear the Bible taught, you hear it preached. You hear it, but you don't do it. Here's the illustration James is using, and I like it. James uses this illustration. You're like a man who goes into the um, a, a restroom and looks in the mirror, and he can see himself in that mirror. He sees his outline. He sees his form. He can see the uh, the uh, complexion of his face. He sees himself there. Any hair that's out of place, he sees it there. He beholds himself in the glass. Verse 24, For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightforth forgetteth what manner of man he was. He looked in that mirror, and he saw his hair was messy. He looked in that mirror, and it showed him he had dirt on his face. He looked in that mirror, and it showed him he had a piece of broccoli stuck between his teeth. And that man looked and said, I've got messy hair. I've got a dirty face. I need to floss these teeth. He looked in the glass, turned around, acknowledged it showed him some things. But he left 
and he did not take care of it. He didn't pull out a comb and comb his hair. He didn't pull out a, a cloth and get some water and wash his face. He did not take a piece of dental floss and clean the uh, uh, debris, if you will, from between his dentures. No, he just walked away. James says, that's what you're like. You who come to preaching, hear the preacher. You watch it like it's a show. You listen to it like it's a like it's a stump speech at a political rally, but you never let that word of God permeate and penetrate your heart, and you never do it. He preaches on soul winning, but you don't go. He preaches on prayer, but you don't pray. He preaches on forgiveness, but you won't forgive. He preaches on gossip, and you run your mouth. He preaches on tithing, and you're still robbing God, and we can go down the list. He said, you're like that man. You're no different than that man who sees dirt on his face and doesn't clean it, has a hair out of place and doesn't comb it, and has stuff in his teeth and doesn't take care of it. That's the same way you are that just hear the word and don't do it. You might think you're doing fine. You might think yourself a good Christian. You might think you have the best testimony in town. But in the eyes of God who sees past facade, he knows what you are. He knows who you are. And he said, you're like that natural man that has something in his teeth, something wrong with his hair, and something on his face and doesn't take care of it. Don't just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer. Also, verse 25, but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, that's the word of God, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed indeed. How do I get blessed? I tell you this much, I want to be blessed. You say, I tell you, I want a blessing on my life. How do I get blessed? Well, here's the truth. You look into the word of God, you continue in the word of God, and you do the word of God, and God will bless you. Therefore, there's a simple formula for the blessing of God upon your life. Continually observe and absorb the Word of God. Do the Word of God. Accomplish the work of God as you're led by the Word of God, and God will bless you. Sounds like Psalm 1, verse 2 and 3 doesn't it? Sounds like Joshua 1, 8. Continually study the Word of God to the point where it changes your life, where you conform to its principles, and you live it out, and God will bless your life. I want to challenge you who are listening today. Don't just hear this broadcast. Do it. Don't just hear your preacher, but do what he says. Don't just read your Bible, but apply it to your life. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.